Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Real estate agents, tag in one of your colleagues. This is good content. I will go as far as saying there are people out there that pay three, $400, spend a day listening to some moron, talk to them about social media, come back and don't know anything. In 20 minutes, you're going to learn everything. Nicole, how are you? DeSantos, how are you going? Stevie, how are you going? Paul Biller, how are you going? So gang, and I'm going to be, hey Duncan, good to see you. Hey gang, so Pat, let's get the show on the road. The first thing I want to say is, before you ever, ever go off and listen to anyone on social media, very simple test, go onto their own social media account and have a look. What are they doing on Facebook? What are they doing on Insta? What are they doing on LinkedIn? Maybe check them out on Twitter. But you're going to start seeing some clear KPIs. Do these people practice what they preach? Have they built engagement? Have they cracked the code? Have they actually gone to the destination they're telling you to go to? So that would be the first thing. The next thing I was going to say to you is check out the frauds. Check out the frauds. Yes, Emil, I should charge for it. But I'm also going to tell you something that's really also it's very useful, everyone. That one of the best ways that you can grow your own business, hello, Matty Steinway, one of the best ways that you can grow your own business is that you actually provide good content for free. And what happens is people then want more of you. That is how you grow a business. Because if you turn around and say, what, I'll only give them the average stuff. Well, if you only give them the average stuff, they're never going to actually take the next step and move on. Hello, Chantel. There's my uh, daughter's, uh, one of my daughter's closest friends. And I'm sure Christina is watching incognito. So guys and girls, let's be very honest. Number one. I'm telling you that social media, for me, I am blessed that I was able to work in a time where social media allowed you to build your own TV channel. Hello, Ronnie Bauer. Hello, Mario. Hello to you all. If I haven't said hello to everyone, it's because I'm trying to stay focused on the content. Hello, Angie Dunn. Good to see you. Jeez, I miss you, Angie. Grant Whisker. Angie is one of the people from day one when I was in media, I you know recruited her and pretty much worked with her all the time and she's ended up being one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. Very, 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 very great person. And she works for Deercrit. Guys and girls, that's got nothing to do with the subject I'm going to talk to you about. Nine deadly sins of social media. The first one, and I'm going to give it a bit of a real estate flavor. So the first one, by the way, tag or press the share button now because I won't embarrass you, I won't use the F word, I won't swear too much, even though having said that, one of the things I'm going to say to you that you've got to be on social media is to learn to be authentic. And that means speak the way that you normally speak. Now, I don't recommend that you use the F word if you are a real estate agent on social media because I think you've got to understand who is your market. 
Who is your market? Your market is buyers and sellers in that area. Like, think about who is my market? My market is real estate people, loan brokers, people in automotive, people in various financial services, and I get work which is speaking, training, real estate, gym, online learning. So think about who my audience is. My audience are people that, I'm generalizing here, but what do they wanna do? At the end of the day, they just wanna get paid more. What do some of them wanna do? They wanna lose weight. What do some of them wanna do? They wanna get laid. I'm telling you, I've worked it out. From the ages of 22 to 65, the people that I speak to, ultimately, what do they want? They want get paid, get laid, lose weight. Let's move on, but. So here are the nine deadly sins of social media. Number one, watch out for frauds. How do you pick up a fraud? What you'll notice is that they've got a lot of people that like their page or on Insta, a lot of followers, but they've got no engagement, like one or two comments, right? And what actually happens is this. They have purchased that audience. They have purchased it, right? So all I'll say to you is that if you've got a big audience, but you don't have a lot of engagement, the algorithm then works opposite. You cop a really shit double whammy. What they say is that so little engagement for the audience that you got that they penalize you even more. And as Nick Carr says, they've got very few shares. And I've got to say, Nick, I have a look at the end of my social media Sunday night rant. I have a look at who has shared it. And I have to say, Nick Carr, you get an A+. Plus. You always share it. And I'm going to say to you, one of the golden rules of smashing it in this world, this connection economy, where people listen to rating websites, yes, they do, where people listen to their friends and their relatives and family and their neighbors more than what they'll listen to the provider of the service, I'm saying to you, learn the power of shareable content. Thank you, Mike. And Mike, I've got to say, the shirts you bought me that I took over from New Zealand, now, all three are my three favorite shirts. They're the right length. They were just perfectly fit. And I'm looking forward to wearing the one tomorrow, the one with the cufflick one I'm going to wear tomorrow. So let's go through. By the way, the reason I've got this pink bottle is that I've run out of water. I've run out of water. By the way, what a stupid thing. What a stupid thing. This bo- this boxer, Kalib, what, whatever his name was, Kalib, the guy that was fighting McGregor. You've won the fight. The fight is over. You've won the listing. Do you understand it? You're a winner. You've sold the car. The deal is done. But no, that's not enough. What you'll do is you'll jump the ring and then you'll go smash. You'll smash the guy's coaching corner. And that's not enough either. The coaching corner, the crazy Russian, he's a nutter. He's an absolute nutter. He'll never be able to fight again because the guy's going to be banned from going into USA. And then to top it all off, his crew jump in the ring and hit the bloody the guy that's already bloody knocked out. Unbelievable. I can't get over it. But you know what? People do dumb things. 
people do dumb things. Anyway, let's move on. Nine deadly sins of social media. Number one, get ready for this. I think one of the deadliest sins of social media, particularly in real estate, is real estate people go off and they follow their competition or other real estate agents. I don't think that's a smart move. Let me tell you why. Number one, because what you're going to see is not the truth. You see, people only post one hundredth of their real life. And generally, it's the best one hundredth of their real life. So what do you do? Like any competitor, you get envious. But guess what? You get envious at something that is not really their real life. So what are you doing? You are basically striving to be like them, but they don't actually exist. So that is not a smart thing to do. In fact, I would say it'll probably depress you. I can't get over the amount of real estate agents that I sit in coaching sessions that say to me, Tom, you know, like, how do I get over just focused on my own thing? Like, I get pissed off. I'm lying, you know, in bed just going through social media and I'll look at one of my competitors and I'll see, you know, that they're doing good. Hey, don't follow them. Simple as that. End of story, right? Because when you compare yourself to them, you're going to get bitter. But if you compare yourself to what you were yesterday, you'll get better. Simple as that. Run your own race. Let's move on. Number two, you post content to the wrong audience. You post content to the wrong audience. What do I mean by that? Example, in real estate. Real estate agents post content to impress other real estate agents. Why would you do that? When you actually get paid by the market, not by other real estate agents. What can I say? It's ego. Your ego stops you from actually, like, do you understand there's a great book called Ego is the Enemy? And ego, ego, what it does is is you want to get your point across and you want to say, fuck you, I'm doing really good. Have a look at what I'm driving or look at what I'm wearing or look at where I'm holidaying or look at what I bought. Look at my jewelry. You know what? Don't play that game. Don't participate in that game. What you want to do is to post, hey Flinny, what you want to do is to post content that improves your professionalism in the market. What you want to do is to be the Google of the marketplace you serve. What you don't want to be is to actually be posting content to impress other agents. You want to be posting content to impress the marketplace. Let's move on to number three. They rely on organic. Let me tell you something, guys and girls. You know this screen that I'm coming through to you on Facebook? You know this platform called Facebook? Well, guess what? Facebook is not a tech company. Facebook is not the Salvation Army. Facebook is a media company. And a media company wants to make money. Think about it. What am I doing? I'm giving Facebook free content. I've got your eyeballs. We know by the end of this week, 
we're going to have 15,000 to 20,000 views of this video. And I'm telling you that you have to accept that a media company is competing against other media companies. We're competing against print. We're competing against television. We're competing against other platforms. So what I'm saying to you guys and girls is if you understand that Facebook is a media company, you better accept it. They want to make money. So what they do is the ice cream for free that they were giving three years ago is over, guys and girls. You have to pay. Now, some of you will pay $200. Some of you will pay $300. But what I'm saying is do not rely on organic because organic is not enough. If you're fortunate enough to have built a, a tribe that's got your vibe, a tribe that's got your vibe. I'll say that again. If you're fortunate enough to got a tribe that's got your vibe. Hey, Pierce. Hey, Bernard. Let me just say that you're fortunate because you can probably spend a little bit less. But I'll spend, like on a Sunday night rant, I'll spend $20, $30. But I've got to tell you, if I didn't have the engagement that I have, I'd be spending 200 or 300 the point I'm making is this. Accept that Facebook now is basically just like realestate.com or like News Corp or like a TV station. It is a media company. Number four. Number four. Deadly sin. I'm very thirsty tonight. And I've got to tell you, I'll, you know, I have to say to you that I'm working my ass off. I'm really working really, really hard. I took a week off, but I've looked at this week and it's full on again. And I think I do it at the moment because it's helping me cope. I get, I have to tell you, I think that at least once an hour I think about my brother. Anyway, and this is probably the one time in this hour. Ego posts. Ego posts. So, this is a killer. Now, ego posts is the person that says, I've just sold $30 million worth of real estate. Like, seriously, they already hate real estate agents, right? They already hate real estate agents. And you don't want to rub it in their face. Isn't it better? Like if you have sold $30 million worth of real estate, isn't it better to turn around and say something like this? Hey, last month we sold 45 properties. We had 11 people that missed out on those 45 properties. They were second buyers. These people have got their finance approved. They don't have to go through tough banking criteria. They're ready to go. If currently you're on the market or thinking about coming on the market, hey, talk to us on whether one of these people can actually buy your property because these people are totally finance approved. They are ready to go. That is a better post than just saying, 
Look at me, we sold $30 million worth of real estate. Hey, I don't know about you, but wherever I've ever made a lot of money in life, I try and keep it a bit quiet because I don't want everyone fucking jumping in when there's high profits. Think about that for a moment. But I actually think that people that actually show off the most generally have the least. That's why they're showing off. There was a great post by Danny Hayes. Anyone go read the post by Danny Hayes tonight. I think he summed it up. Number five, crossing ecosystems. This is one that, um, this is one that uh, people really make a mistake a lot of the times. Let me run through very quickly. Facebook owns Instagram. You need to know that. LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft. And what you need to know is that Google owns YouTube. These things have their own ecosystems. You see, all these organizations want to take control of the customer. And what I'm going to say to you right here, right now, guys and girls, is what you've got to be doing, what you've got to be doing is ensuring that you do not cross the ecosystems. For instance, you don't put a YouTube link on Facebook. Or you don't put a realestate.com link on Facebook, right? What you do is you always upload videos natively. You do that with LinkedIn. And by the way, Real Estate Gym members letting you know that in the next week, I've got one of the best people on LinkedIn that is going to be delivering you content on how you can actually smash it in real estate using LinkedIn as well. But a lot of people actually, what they do is they don't put that extra one or two minutes work and upload the video or they'll use links. So this is super, super important that you understand that you don't cross the ecosystems. The next one is unshareable content. Number six, like unshareable. When the content is unshareable, right? Um, gang, what actually happens is that you don't get to cross into new communities. So what you need to do is understand your number one thing. And that's why at the end of the day, I always feel like, Hey, don't worry what anyone else is really doing because, Tom, the content, you keep delivering content and you know what happens? I get other people that rip off and duplicate that content. But what actually happens is then I've moved on to the next bit of new content, but I've already been accredited with that content the first time and people can pick a milkshake duck any day of the week. And by the way, I think ultimately... The reason that I feel I can be strong and I connect and I can say things to you that you need to hear, not what you like to hear, is I want to let you know from the age of 20, I know what it feels like to be bloody hassling it out and hustling for listings and sales. I know what it feels like to have a general account with only $15,000, but $100,000 in bills in it, and only three listings signed up. I know the feeling. This feeling is what allows you to be able to sit in front of someone and say, I feel your problem. How can you do it otherwise? How can you do it if you've never sold, never run a business, never actually had insomnia because knowing that you've got to pay the wages to your staff? How can you ever sit there to someone and say, Follow me. I will show you the way to do it. And that's why one of the things I get really fired up on is people that are frauds in a world where people are in pain. And that annoys me.
It annoys me to find out that there's so many people that work in the training and the personal development industry that have never felt the pain that you're feeling and you're sitting there a lot of the times talking and listening to them. Anyway, I get sidetracked on things that I'm very emotive and strong about. But I want to move on and say to you, the other thing that I think is a deadly sin, deadly sin number seven, is this. Is that they treat all platforms the same. Now, I've learned. I can be a little bit more out there on Insta than I can on LinkedIn. See, on LinkedIn, if I use the F word on LinkedIn... I'm going to get some person that works as a product manager at some corporation I've never heard that's going to write out a 50-page essay on why what I said is really wrong. And you know, generally what I do, I just like, they probably spend an hour, you know, typing it away and I just reply back and say, thank you, right? End of story. So what you've got to understand is you've got to look at social media platforms as being different TV channels. Some are more conservative, right? Some are, you can be more out there. Some are a little bit more professional. Some are more video-based. And I'm going to tell you that Facebook has a strategy by 2020 that it will be a video posting business. Started off as being a blogger's business. So treating all platforms equally, which means... You can't rely on things like Hootsuite anymore or any of these platforms that upload to one, uh, you, you upload it to actually one. And the reason why is this, because if you put exactly the same content on Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn, and Twitter, what actually happens is that you've got different audience levels, different comfort levels of audience in terms of language, So I'm saying to you, listen to me carefully, take the trouble to, you know, upload natively on each platform and change the message a little bit. Deadly sin number eight. So let me run through them again, Susan. Number one, following other agents. Deadly sin number two, posting to the wrong audience. Number three, relying on just organic. Number four, ego posts. Number five, crossing ecosystems. Number six, unshareable content. Number seven, treating all platforms equally. Number eight, engaging with trollers, engaging with keyboard warriors. Now, I will get people, you know, like I'll get people saying nasty things all the time. At the end of the day, if you're going to get 10, 20, 30,000 views, you are going to get people that are actually going to have a go at you. And these people, they can do it from their keyboard, you know, they don't have to confront you, they don't have to see you face to face, right? So what they'll do is that they'll just send you a message. So here's my advice. Just don't participate. Even to the point, even to the point where all you do, listen to me very carefully, just ban and don't engage in them. Don't get involved in a conversation with these people. I'm just going to drink some more water. Because these people are called haters. And the reason they're called haters is they hate that you've actually got engagement. They hate that you've got people that are agreeing with you. And what they do is they're lonely and they're sitting in their little basement apartment and they're pissed off. And what they'll do is they will give you hate comment. My advice to you is never engage with them. 
because you'll never ever win in an argument with someone that's fucking stupid. You can't. So, and by the way, there was a guy, he really annoyed me. But even that person, I just didn't participate. This guy here, Susan, we'll have to find this guy because I actually want to tell the Sunday night rant. When I posted the photo of my brother and me, this guy put a comment there, everyone dies, get over it, mate. Susan, let's track this guy because I actually, I don't want to let this guy off the hook. I would like, you know what I'd like to do, Susan? I would like on a Sunday night rant that we bring him into the conversation some way, you know? Bring him into the conversation. I mean, this is a really personal thing. It was the week of my brother's funeral, right? And this guy goes, get over it, everyone dies, mate. Anyway, the last one is um, being too scripted. Having the perfect video. I think raw is real today. I think raw is real today. And um, I think, you know, you know, I'm just, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. And I'm thinking about, you know what I just thought of about then? I thought of Bill Crosby. I thought of Bill Crosby. Here's a guy, right? Here's a guy. Never swore. Family guy. He was Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, right? Like, he's the sort of guy you actually feel guilty about ever doing anything. Like, this guy here was the role model. But you know what? At the end of the day, I actually think, reading an article I read the other day with all the charges, he's probably got to be close, close to one of America's largest ever rapists. And here is a guy, here is a guy that, you know, what, what, what's the point that I'm making? The point that I'm making is never judge a book by the cover. You know the person that's squeaky clean? You know the person that acts like Mr. or Mrs. Family Values? You know the person, goody two-shoes? You know the person, prim and proper with language? You know the person that, you know, like, I won't go into it. Man, my experience is that you just don't know. But here's the deal. What I'm getting about is authenticity. Um, at the end of the day, I think what people are looking for is someone that's not fake and perfect, but someone that is raw and real. That's what they're looking for, you know? You know, and the other guy, you know, the other guy that really upset me, and because I, I thought this guy was a really great comedian. Um, that guy, Louis. Louis, the comedian. What's his name? LK Louis or L something Louis? Can't remember what his name is. Is that what his name is? LK Louis. Anyway, bottom line is, fucking. I find out Louis C.K., that's him, Louis C.K. What about Louis C.K.? What about this twisted fucker? What's he do? What's he do? Unbelievable. He gets busted and admits to, so he's actually done it, masturbating, masturbating 
in front of five different women. But what's fucking even more fucking peculiar, more fucking peculiar, is he asked them, do you mind, can I masturbate in front of you? So I presume, I haven't got all the facts, and I know this has got nothing to do with real estate, but I haven't got all the facts, but I presume that the five that he's agreed to and the five women that have come forward have actually gave him approval. So what about the ones that didn't give him approval? I mean, this guy's a fucking little bit sick here, right? Like, think about this. I just, I just can't get over it. Like, <clears throat> anyway, what's my point? My point is never judge a book by its cover. Guys and girls, nine deadly sins of social media. I have to say to you, I've been able to, in my own world, build a very good, solid, sustainable online business and a very strong speaking business that does around 200 speaking engagements every year. I have to tell you, the Sunday night rant, the podcast I do, the emails I send out, the interviews I do with agents that we cut and put onto Facebook and Insta and LinkedIn, they are all part of what I call marketing working in combination, not in isolation. Because the way I work is if I miss you on Sunday night, I'm going to get you on Monday. If I miss you on Monday, I'll get you with something on Insta. I'll get you on a live stream auction. Or if I miss you on a live stream auction, I'll get you with me interviewing an agent. At the end of the day, the bottom line is all I'm trying to do is to provide content that you want to listen to because you find valuable. And because you find valuable, you keep coming back. And what I do is I don't tell, hey Paul, I don't tell people, hey, I need advertisers. So what I do is produce content without me saying every 10 minutes, hey, and by the way, this is brought to you by fucking these mobile phone covers. I don't even know who these people are. By the way, and this is not a commercial, I'm telling you, these things here, I think they are the best things out. If you've got an Apple phone, you've got to get these covers, right? They are so thin in profile and they double the size of your battery. They double the size of your battery. We need some more Aqualove, by the way. They double the size of your battery. Anyway, gang, I want to thank you so much. For your attention, the biggest thing that you can have in this very competitive world. This week, commercial conference on Monday, lots of real estate gym content on Tuesday, Melbourne, Adelaide, six conferences over the, uh, the course of this week. Look forward to seeing you next week. Guys and girls, do me a favor, press that share button because I'm going to go do a reconciliation. Sanjay, good to see you. By the way, everyone, if you haven't already, I'm heading to the UK, and I will be in the UK the week, I think, Sanjay. If you don't mind actually typing it in the comments, I think it is the 25th of January. I'm in the UK delivering uh, real estate coaching and training to a very big audience of hungry real estate agents. So that is the 25th. Check out Sanjay. He'll put his name on here because he is the event organized. It's called Sanjfest. Guys and girls, thank you so much. On that point, let's go. And geez, I got pumped today watching that fight. You know what? I thought to myself, 
you know what? It's not going to happen, but you won't believe it. Susan, tonight, I was thinking to myself, I want to have a crack at cage fighting. I want to have a crack at cage fighting. I want to put my head down and I want to give it a crack. So Susan, let's talk further about it. But before we do that, I better actually just start, you know, going to boxer size classes. Guys and girls signing off. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months?